Hey, good evening, everyone. We are now actually taping for our Wednesday, our special Wednesday night edition for NFL Fantasy Matchup. As always, we have my co-host, Jed Lamb. Jed, good evening to you. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. <laughs> yep. And then we also have Jimmy over in Scottsdale, Arizona. Jim? Hey, happy Thanksgiving Eve, too. All right. Hey, you know what? The reason why we're actually recording tonight is there is a slate of games that are coming up for Thanksgiving Day. We just actually found out because of uh, COVID, the, the game on Thursday night between uh, – Jim, which game was it on Thursday night that's being delayed? Well, to it's Baltimore Ravens versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it seems that the players from the Pittsburgh Steelers found out today, and they were none too happy about it because they were tweeting about it all day. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Well, they really got screwed because they already lost their previous bye week. So this really messes up the Steelers. Although, you know, at, at 10 and 0, 11 and 0, I don't think they can really complain too. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Well, hey, look, I mean, I'm looking forward to tonight before everyone starts their big holiday weekend. I just want to spend some time talking a little bit and looking at different matchups uh for today. Uh, a couple of things as well, too. I'd love to get your thoughts on. Julio Jones was limited participant in Wednesday's practice. There's a good chance that he probably will not play in this weekend's game. And it looks like actually Mitch Trubisky was a participant in Wednesday's practice, and he will be starting in place of Nick Foles. Does that give you any hope, Jed? Of I know a lot of times all of, three of us are Bears games. What do you think about this? You know, he could pull out – you never know. He could pull out, a, you know, a good game and uh... – you know, give Green Bay a run for the money. I don't know. We'll see. Um, and also Mike Lennon, you know, he's starting this weekend as well. So all the former Bears, we got all the Bears backups in. <laughs> hey, Jed, I don't want to say anything. Mike Lennon stinks. Look, they are trying to lose as many games as they can in order to get the first dra number one draft pick get Trevor Lawrence, all right? That's yeah. what they're trying to do. I, I picked up the Cleveland Browns defense against the Jags precisely for that reason. I think, um, you know, hopefully they'll, they'll, they're tanking. Yeah, Jim, on the injury front, it looks like DeAndre Swift for tomorrow's game will be coming back to play, but it looks like Kenny Galladay will be out for another week. Yeah, I know. Um, are you – I know that I know that DeAndre Swift, did they call him yet? They said that he was still questionable. Has it been called yet that he'll be coming back? And no, it, they still have officially, but at the same time, all signs point to him at least being able to play this coming week. Okay. I am sad about Kenny Galladay. I'm also sad because I have Giovanni Bernard. He looks like he will not be playing because he's in concussion protocol as well, too. And Mixon's out, so who's the third back? I don't know. I got that's a good question. Yeah, but honestly, at this point, which uh, running back in Cincinnati are you starting? You're, you wouldn't even start Giovanni Bernard either, right? Yeah, no, that's a really tough matchup too. So um, I probably would stay away um, there because I have T Higgins, so I sat him. Uh, yeah. I am excited that potentially – I don't know if he'll come back this week, but Austin Eckler returned to practice, and he's been out since uh, week four. Yeah, but you know, uh, Jed, even you and I were talking about it, is a lot of times are you excited about any of the Las Vegas Chargers, even though Eckler is pretty good, but at the same time, they're just throwing the ball all day. Yeah, I want to see him produce for at least a week first um, before I would – 
pop him in. But you know, if you've had if you kept him in your IR this long, Jim, you might as well throw him in there and get something out of him. Yeah, I mean the way that Justin Herbert is going, Keenan Allen is doing great. Hunter Henry, the last few weeks, have started scoring in the teams. I think they're hitting their stride at the right time. And if there's any indication similar to what uh, Balage has been doing, I think Eckler will be fine stepping into that role of the featured back. Hey, speaking of Kenny Allen, I, I, wouldn't you say he is your top number one receiver in the NFL these days? I mean, for the last three, four weeks, he has been outstanding. No, I'm still taking Hopkins or Metcalf. There's or Adams. Yeah, Adams. Adams yeah. been nuts too. But but he's you know Allen is definitely play. This is probably one of his best years. I wouldn't believe that this is yeah. one. This is, I wouldn't be surprised. This is one of his career years. No, I mean just think about it. When Tyra Taylor was the quarterback for what one or two games, I think it was just one game. He did not do well, you know. And everybody was thinking this was going to be a down year for Keenan Allen. And really, if you started looking at the first couple of weeks, it was a down year. Once um, Herbert came in. I mean, he's just skyrocketed, especially the last three games. He's been scoring at least 20-plus points as a fantasy player in the last couple of games, couple of weeks. Hey, Jim, let me ask you. Brand, Brandon Allen is supposed to start for the Bengals in Week 12. Are you even starting T. Higgins or Tyler Boyd? Right now, I do not, and I just don't know if I trust him. I mean, Burrow was good because he was throwing on the time, and he loved Higgins. He loved uh, – um, Tyler Boyd, I just don't know anything about Brandon Allen. And so I've sat him out in all of my t uh, leagues this week. Got it. Hey, Chad, Adam Thielen has now is uh, – oh, man, you know, I was just looking at it. He tested positive for COVID-19, yeah. but his second test he tested negative. Mm -hmm. uh, what are your thoughts on Adam Thielen? I mean, I've got him starting right now in one position, and I'm just watching closely. Uh, I've got – you know, and then Justin Jeffries. And then, well, Justin Jeffries – I, I'm starting him regardless, um, but he would get a bump if Thielen was out. Um, but I think he's going to play. Yeah. Isn't it kind of sad sometimes when you look at certain news and you see somebody's out or injured or they're out for COVID? And I'm like, yes, like Justin Jefferson. I was so excited when I found out Thielen could potentially be out. <laughs> hey, Jim, in terms of running back, it looks like both running backs, Raheem Moster for the 49ers, and Chris Carson will both be coming back. I'm sure uh, some of the people on listening to this is going to be happy. Uh, Carson, I mean, both of them will add great depth to the playoffs. Oh, my gosh. I cannot wait. Look, on my team, Chris Car uh, on one of my teams, Chris Carson, Mostert, as well as Eckler, have all been sitting on IR. I mean, I just cannot wait till all those guys get back. Yeah, I think the Chris Carson one is interesting. I don't know why he's um, ranked so low on a lot of lists. Um, I think so they're playing the Eagles. I think that's a good spot for him to come in, even though the Eagles defense hasn't been too bad. Um, I think it's a solid spot. If you look at, um, you know, last week, um, I'm blanking on the backup's name. He had a good, he had 95 yards and a touchdown. So, um, you know, I think Chris Carson can step right into that. For the 49ers, it's tougher because they're playing the Rams. And the Rams' defense has been really yep. – we saw was really strong. So that could be a tough one for Mostert coming back from injury. So I have yeah. to see. I yeah. just remember Mostert at the beginning of the year. I mean, he scored, what, 25 points against yeah. Arizona. He had another 18 points against the New York Giants. Those first few weeks, he was doing great. And then he, he got injured. But if he can even duplicate half of – what he was 
half of how productive he was at the beginning, I think people will be happy. Fantasy owners will be happy about that. Yeah, I agree. And the only thing is you have Jeff Wilson is out, Tevin Cohen's out, Jermichael Hasty is out. And so it's, it comes down to him and Jarek McKinnon. There will be opportunities. Ayuk probably is out because of COVID. Debo Samuel is coming out. And so at the same time, Kittles is out as well, too. So a lot of times you will, whether or not you like it or not, Mostert is going to be one of their key weapons. Yeah, that's I agree with that. I actually like Jordan Reed. The backup tight end now, who's gonna? He basically two weeks now past injury. You know, I think they're gonna feature him a lot more. He's actually one of my sleeper picks for this weekend. I think Jordan Reed could get have a have a nice game. Speaking of injured players, aren't you guys a little frustrated about Christian McCaffrey? Right? You was, you thought that? Oh, that guy. I was just telling my son that you know I think you have to consider trading him. You know, you yeah. can consider trading McCaffrey. Um, you know, particularly if you're in a dynasty league, maybe you trade for a Henry or trade for a Cook or see what you can get. You know, even maybe a Camara, um, because yeah, it's just too much inconsistency. Yeah, but at the same time, let's say you, you trade McCaffrey; he's not in dynasty. What can you legitimately get from him that actually is good that you could put in your starting night lineup? Is it a Tyler Boyd? Is it T. Higgins for Christian McCaffrey? Oh, you better get more than that. Oh yeah, you should at least get more. I mean, you're still you're still betting on the fact that he'll come back here in the next couple of weeks. I yeah, mean, you but, might get him for one playoff game. But at the same time, though, it, it's not like and no one's going to trade him for Aaron Jones. No one's going to even trade him for Molster Molster as well, too, right? Or Chris Carson. Well, it depends. If I'm in a dynasty league and I'm at the back end, I'm not looking really for this season. I'm looking the next season. Man, getting Christian McCaffrey, yeah, setting him yeah. up for next season, that's not a bad move at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I do have McCaffrey in my in our dynasty league. All right, so <laughs> you want to make a deal? Hey, yeah. if I can line, if I can line McCaffrey up with Cook and Henry, man, you guys would be creamed. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> oh man, hey, in terms of games this week, Jed, I know you always like to pick a game. Who are you, which games are you looking at to pick? Yeah, um, yeah there's a lot of interesting, a lot of interesting games this week. Um, I think the big one for me. The Titans are playing the Colts, and uh, Colts are actually four-point favorites in that game. I like the Titans to beat the Colts. Um, I think the lock of the week is the Rams over the 49ers. I don't see the 49ers being able to beat the Rams. Um, And then I think a potential upset. I know we just talked about this. Um, You know, Mike Glennon and the the Jags. And, you know, I think they're seven-point underdogs. And I don't know. I just have this feeling that the Browns traveling down to Jacksonville, maybe overconfident. You know, I think it could be closer than they think. I'm not going to say they're going to win, but I think it could be closer than they think. Yeah. I was actually remember last week we were talking about the Rams versus the Bucks, and I remember one of the things I said was both defenses are going to play really well. I'm not I'm not starting Robert Woods. I'm not starting Cooper Cup. I'm not starting Jared Goff. But they did so well this past week from an offensive perspective, and so you got to look at the Rams a little bit differently and said maybe they're clicking at the right time as well too. Yeah, that was an impressive win to me. That was probably their best win of the season. I feel like they've they're starting to peak at the right time and the defense is the defense is really strong. That's why I'm uh I think the 49ers are going to be in a lot of trouble um this weekend. Hey guys, I'm not sure about you. The game that I'm actually looking forward to is the Bills versus the Chargers. The Bills at 7-3, the Chargers at 3 and 7. 
Don't be surprised. The Chargers actually might pull a, uh, and beat the Bills on this particular game. Yeah. No, I, I, I would not be surprised as well, too, if they beat them. Yeah. Uh, hey, what about the uh, the tomorrow's games? If you were to look at the Texans or the Lions, who are you guys picking for the tomorrow's game? Texans. Texans. But from a fantasy perspective, I really would love to see Swift do well for the Lions. I think Marvin Jones will do well for the Lions, and I think Deshaun Watson will do well for the Texans. I'm 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 trying to decide whether or not I want to play Duke Johnson as the running back as my last flex player because every week I'm waiting for him to break out and at least score even one touchdown. I would be happy about. Yeah, yeah, I would expect a big game from the Houston receivers because. Um, both of their their third and fourth receivers are both out, right? So it's just going to mm-hmm. be Cooks and um, Will Fuller. Yeah, and Fuller. So mm-hmm. I think Will Fuller and Cooks are going to be. It's just going to be the two of them. So they should have a big game. Yeah, yeah. Totally. yeah. Hey, no, I'm seriously. I mean, uh, Duke Johnson actually might be a good play against, especially against the Lions this week. Yeah, I know. But the last few weeks, he, I because I, I have him on three teams because I picked him up off waivers, and every week they said he's expected to score at least. 14, 15 points. I can't get more than six points out of this guy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what about the Washington team against the Cowboys team? Who would you pick on this uh, on that game? I like Dallas. Me too. I've been surprised. I mean, maybe Andy Dalton is actually better than we thought, right? CeeDee Lamb did great last week. Elizabeth uh, Ezekiel Elliott did great last week. Uh, and it's Thanksgiving, and the Cowboys always end up doing – some good playing on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, I've, I've been a fan of Andy Dalton all along. I mean, he just got hurt to me. I mean, that's the only thing. But, I mean, he's. I, I feel like the offense was clicking last week, and I feel like the defense is starting to come around. So I like them this week against Washington. And they always have the advantage on these Thanksgiving Day yeah. games. Mm-hmm. Well, the, a lot of times the Dallas Cowboys for a couple of weeks ago got rid of a bunch of different veterans and went with younger guys. And Mike Nolan at that point in time, as well as their coach, Mike McCartney, said a lot of the older veterans did not fit within the system that we were trying to do. Mike Nolan was your former defensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens. He was your former head coach for San Francisco. He has always done well at defense. I, in some sense, actually, they may be finding players, even though they're younger, that really fits within their system. And last week, you saw Alex Smith didn't do well um, as quarterback for the Washington for the Washington team. Gibson, I actually think Gibson and McLaurin will do well, but I do think overall, from a fantasy standpoint, I, I do expect um, Elliott to have a good game. I expect C.D. Lamb to have a good game, and you might see some from Mari Cooper as well, too. Hey, speaking of that, Jim, let me ask you a quick question. Who is your sleeper for this week? My sleeper for this week? I like, I mean, going back, I like C.D. Lamb. I like, um, I mean, I we have, I haven't played him the last few weeks, but last week I thought about it with Andy Dalton coming in. And I actually think that if you play him, you're going to get a good 14, 15 points from C.D. Lamb. The other um, sleeper, I actually think we talked about this earlier, I think Justin Herbert's going to have a better day than Josh Allen. Um, I think he's been great the last few weeks. Um, the Bills are, are are vulnerable, I feel, and I actually do expect the Chargers to beat the Bills, and I expect jo- uh, Justin Herbert to have a good day on Sunday morning. Actually, Jed, before you say anything, that's actually what I'm trying to figure out. Do I play Justin Herbert or Josh Allen? Uh, because both of them are my starting quarterbacks. Right now, I do have Justin Herbert playing over Josh Allen. 
Wow, I would. That's a tough call, man. Um, the only thing I think the Bills are coming off their bye week, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I always feel like when you have that extra two weeks to prepare, that's always helpful. Um, so, yeah. but I don't know. That's a tough one between both of them. I you probably can't go wrong with either. Yeah. I mean, I think I think they're going hot right now. Um, and I actually, if if I were to choose, I just go. I, I'm going to go Justin Herbert right now. Yeah. Hey, what about yourself, Chad? Who's your sleeper for this week? Um, so a couple running backs. I like Gus Edwards in Baltimore. Um, you know, there's because of COVID, Dobbins is out and Ingram is out. So he's going to be the focal point. And even though their offense hasn't been great, I mean, if he gets those goal line carries plus all the passing catches, I mean, he should be in really good shape. So I like him. I also like Wayne Galvin in New York coming off of the bye week, playing Cincinnati. Yeah. He's got all the carries. I mean, he should get the goal line carries. I've got him starting in two leagues. Um, I think you'll get points out of him for sure. You know, a lot of times what they say about Gus Edwards, he is not your shifty runner. He is straight on the line right there, and he just runs in a straight line. But he does pretty well. He doesn't have a lot of talents, but with the talent that he does, he's okay and he's decent. The only criticism with that is he just so far has not gotten a lot of red zone targets. And so now at the same time, that may change this week. Or a lot of times Lamar Jackson may take some of those red line tar- red I mean, last, targets as well. Last too. week with the Ravens, you saw that after a few down weeks, Mark Andrews came back, scored a couple touchdowns, did well. J.K. Dobbins did well. Um, that's one of the things I'm a little sad about is because I did have J.K. Dobbins in a number of teams, and I thought this was this was his DeAndre Swift moment, right? Like he's going to start doing well, and all of a sudden he's out. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, for me, guys, the sleeper that I have is the same sleeper I had last week, Salvin Ahmed, because he <laughs> is playing the New York Jets. And I you think lost he, last week because of him, Tommy. Yeah, I lost my six points to you. And so, look, we, we cannot blame him on the fact that he went out near the beginning of the first half and he didn't come back until after halftime. All right? He probably would have gotten an additional six points or touchdown, something like that. I trust me. Salvin Ahmed is going to do really, really well this week. Now, Tua got benched. They brought in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, the coach says that uh, Tua is probably going to play again. With the New York Jets, they're just going to be running down the New York Jets. And the Jets has every reason for them to continue to lose because they really want to be the worst team in football to draft Trevor Lawrence. The Gaskin, but Gaskin's coming back. You don't think Gaskin's going to affect some of Ahmed's carries? No, he's coming back next week. They're going to bench him one more week. Okay. Yeah, so trust me, Ahmed is going to do well this week. And also, another sleeper that I have, Damian Harris of the Patriots going against the 6-4 and four Cardinals. Luck with Rex Burkhead out for the year. Sony Michelle just coming in. James White is your runner out of the backfield. You're going to see more and more Damian Harris. And I think a lot of times he's going to have a good game against the Cardinals. Mm. Hey, what, do you guys, what would you guys do about Miles Sanders? He's just a hit or miss, but he has the potential to score so much fantasy points. Yeah, I mean, he is somebody that you can't bench. I would probably just put him in the flex. You never know if he's going to blow out, and you never know when the Eagles are going to hit on all cylinders. It hasn't been too. Zach Ertz is coming back. So suddenly they're, all of their weapons are coming back, and it may open up the room for him to run more. Well, and they're playing the Seahawks too, right? I mean, the Seahawks, yeah, they're playing the Seahawks. Oh, yeah. defense is horrible. So you got yeah. to put Sanders in. You know, to, to the Seahawks' credit, last week they did pretty good. 
Yeah. I think Kendall and um, Ken Norton's been criticized so much that I think they started putting in a little bit more emphasis in kind of building this defense up. I agree. Hey, uh, let me run a couple of scenarios by you as well, too. And actually, I'm being selfish because I need some help over here. I have to play Chase Claypool or Deontay Johnson. Who would you play this week? Or, or would you say I'm playing both of them? Ooh, I wouldn't play both of them. I don't like playing two players from the same position from the same team um, because it's unusual to have both do well. Kind of like if you have Chase Edmonds and Kenyon Drake, you're not yeah. going to play both. You got to pick one. Um, I, I've said all along I like Claypool because he gets running opportunities, um, and I feel like you can bank on that. But Deontay Johnson has been, I think, the hotter, kind of more consistent yeah. Of those, but I probably would stick with Claypool. Well, Jen and Jim, let me say this: I have to pick be amongst the three: uh, Deontay Johnson, Stefan Diggs, or Chase Claypool. I'm sorry, oh, Diggs. I oh, would... definitely Diggs, but I'm stuck on the other two. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. You know what? I agree with you. I mean, I'm just I'm just looking at what uh, Deontay has done the last few weeks. 14 points against Dallas, 23 points against Cincinnati, another 23 points against Jacksonville. Now what you're giving up with Claypool is Claypool can go out tomorrow and score 40 points. And you'll look back and you're like, oh, shoot, I should have played him, right? But if you want a good, consistent 15 to 20 points, I think Deontay Johnson, at least the last few weeks have shown, he's he's the more trusted um, receiver for Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, the only problem, guys, and you know this, right? You're going to be watching a game against the Baltimore Ravens. Deontay Johnson hurts his back and leaves yeah. the second quarter, and Chase Claypool suddenly gets four touchdowns. And you're saying, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a hard part that you're giving up with some of these. I mean, Claypool's numbers have not been bad either, you know? Like, he's averaged close to about 16 a game in fantasy. Uh, but at least for me, I would choose Deontay Johnson. Got it. Hey, uh, Jet, let me ask you a quick question because you like him so much. Marvin Hall or Brandon Cooks? Uh, oh, that's tough with Galladay out. Hall is definitely going to be. But, and I think Galladay's out and um, the other, uh, the short guy's out too. Uh, Amendola's out too. Yeah, Danny Amendola. Yeah, yeah so that's that's good for Hall. But um, well, who's the other one? Uh, Brandon Cooks. Yeah, no, I got to play Cooks. I, I think I would take Cooks there. As I said, I think Houston's going to have – uh, a good win there over the Lions, so I would take Cooks. Jim, Antonio – oh, go ahead. What was your no, saying? I agree. Brandon Cooks as well, too. Yeah, Antonio Gibson or Duke Johnson, Jim? You know, I, I, I'll roll I'll roll with Antonio Gibson. He's had better weeks the last few weeks. I think he scored the most touchdowns amongst our rookies. On paper, Duke Johnson is expected to score more, but I have not seen him yet. And if I have to choose both, I'll choose Antonio Gibson. What do you think, Jed? Um, yeah, yeah, I think Gibson is not a bad choice there. Um, you know, he's going to get the volume and again, Dallas's defense is getting better, but I expect that to be a competitive game. You know, this, the NFC East is hilarious with them fighting. I think three and seven, they are fighting yeah. for a playoff spot. Um, but I, I think Gibson's a good choice. Hey, Indianapolis is playing Tennessee, Jed. Who are you starting? Naheem Hines or Jonathan Taylor? Oh, that has been such a hard one. I was pitching Naheem Hines two weeks ago, regretted it. Taylor is popular. They obviously are playing the hot hand. 
Um, and I think just based on that, last week it was Taylor. So you got to think that Taylor is going to be the guy again. Um, but honestly, if I could help it, I would probably try to avoid that situation because you just can't decide. They or they can't decide who to go with. Yeah. Yeah. No, the only Indianapolis players you can trust is the defense, Blakenship, the kicker, and Michael Pittman. Those are the only three people I would even try to play with the Colts. Yeah, Pittman has looked really good. In fact, yeah. I think Pittman is the tough decision if you have to consider him over – you know, say a Justin Jefferson or say, uh, you know, maybe a Nelson Aguilar. I mean, he's Pittman is looking really good. So he's yeah, he's, he's on yeah. that ascension. Like his rankings aren't that high yet. But if you look over the last two games, he's really starting to shoot up. So I think Pittman is a strong one. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's a here's a situation I'm dealing with then, Jed, with that one. Ahmed or Pittman? Pittman. No way. I don't know. It's That's a runner, too. Yeah, no. I, yeah. I hate running back to wide receiver comparisons because yeah. running backs get so many more guaranteed touches. So I pretty yeah. much would almost always go running back. Yeah, I agree with Ahmed, especially because he can also catch out of the backfield. And if he's going to do as much as Tommy thinks he will, um, yeah, I would choose Ahmed as well. Hey, look, again, remember two weeks before, he had 84% of your rushing yards. And you could have gotten more – if he wasn't injured, but every time he's in there, they're going to give him the ball. That's why, like, the Ecklers of the world, um, the Dion, Dion, uh, the Swifts of the world, those guys are good because they can catch and they can run. That's why, it's for me, I always think uh, Duke Johnson would do so well because he can do both, but he just hasn't. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Taysom Hill, are, are any of you guys starting Taysom Hill? Are, are any of you guys looking at him? Hey, I like Taysom Hill a lot. I just – I don't have a quarterback need. If I was hurting – for example, if you had a Drew Locke and then he went down, Taysom Hill is a perfect um, well, fill-in. I mean, he's been solid. And, yeah. you know, the fact that he gets those rushing yards, that's a huge help. So, uh, I'm a fan. Yeah. Jim, what do you think of Taysom Hill? I mean, Hill? if you have a dynasty league, if, if you're in a dynasty league and you got a place where you can stash Taysom Hill, I would do it. You know, because who knows what's going to happen to Drew Brees here the next year or two. He's supposed to be retiring. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Uh, uh, how about uh, another one as well, too, is let's see. What else do we have? Sorry about that. And the reason being, do you guys know, if is Melvin Gordon playing this week? I'm distracted a little bit because for some reason I thought Melvin Gordon was not playing this week. I thought he was. Yeah, I, I haven't seen him on any of the injured lists. Got it. Okay. All right. Other than that, uh, Ahmed or Gus Edwards? Which one would you then pick, Jed? Uh, <laughs> you like Ahmed so much in that one. Um, you know, I think because of matchup, I probably would go with Ahmed. Um, you know, Gus Edwards, well, I don't know. That's tough. That's going to be high scoring too, I think. Um, you know, I don't know. Gus Edwards might be the play there, actually. Although Baltimore's offense has been pretty down. So I'll stick with your pick of Ahmed. <laughs> oh, here. Okay, here's here's my scenario. Gus Edwards or uh, Gore, Frank Gore? No way, not Frank Gore. Gus yeah. Edwards. 
Frank Gore's are going to be the primary back for the Jets. Last week, he had 61 rushing yards. You know they, what? And actually, I do kind of see your point because the Jets, if you don't remember, they, they came back. They almost came back mm-hmm. and won that game against the Chargers. So the Jets could surprise Miami this week. So that's that's an interesting one. I mean, he's 37 years old. Uh, I think he's got a couple of good games on him. I actually, th- I mean, I would really consider Gore over Gus Edwards. That's interesting. Yeah, I could, I could see some of the arguments. You know, I have a friend here um, who actually played in high school with Frank Gore, <laughs> and he said that even in high school, he said this guy was just so far ahead of everyone else that it was ridiculous. It was basically just a man amongst boys, and it's crazy that he's still playing now. Oh yeah. Later. Hey, imagine what kind of runner he would be. Remember, he got, he got his knees injured at the University of Miami. If he never got his knees injured like a Willis McGahee, they would be so much better as a runner back in the days. Yeah. I mean, okay, I'm just looking at the stats for last week. And not to say we're spending too much time on Frank Gore. He had 17 touches for 70 yards and a touchdown. And and he's going to be playing the Miami Dolphins. I Yeah. I actually think he'll he'll he might do something better. He might have at least, you know, eighty yards with a touchdown or something like that. The only reason I would disagree with that is the Miami Dolphins actually have a very, very good defense. And at the same time, I think they're gonna run up the score on the Jets. And it, it takes away from a lot of those running opportunities for Gore. Hmm. Who do the Jets have anyways? Rashard Perryman. <laughs> Jamison Crowder. All right. Hey, any last thoughts before we wrap up? Uh, any thoughts, bust, or anything like that that you're looking for in terms of you're looking at players, Jed? No, no bust for me. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm just looking forward to the game tomorrow, getting in some turkey and uh, having a good time. <laughs> Jim, any lasting thoughts? No, but I mean, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Um, set your lineups because I actually think that you're going to have some good players who's going to be playing. Keep an eye out on um, Swift. We know Galladay is not going to be playing. I actually think Watson's going to continue his hot play. I think, like we said today, you're going to have two good receivers and Cooks, as well as also Wolf Fuller. And I actually think you're going to have a good day from C.D. Lamb and Ezekiel Elliott. So I would not not play any of these players that's going to be playing tomorrow. All right. My, my prediction is the worst game of the Sunday slate. Uh, it will be Sunday night. Bears against Green Bay. Uh-huh. They are completely going to bro- throw on the Bears, and it will be a blowout. Mm. At least we what? got Montgomery coming back. Yeah. I don't care. Look, I think Dev- I have Devontae Adams on two teams. I think he'll score two touchdowns. I actually think that he'll do well. And uh, I, you know what? Trubisky might not be as bad as people think. He's got something to prove, and he, he needs to get another contract. You never know. Maybe they'll just say, just go do your thing, and they'll do it. Or the Bears continue to lose. Then from that point on, they'll fire Matt Nagy, hire Jim Harbaugh as the coach, and then defensive coordinator, they'll hire Mike Singletary. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. All right, happy Thanksgiving to everyone that's listening. Thank you so much. For more information on NFL Fantasy Matchup, go to fantasymatchup.nfl. That's fantasymatchup.nfl. So, Jed, I'll talk to you Tuesday, and for all of you guys, well, right now, we'll this, uh, remember, the Thursday night game has now been moved to Sunday, and so if there are any updates, we'll let you know. All right, take care, everyone. Love take you. care.